Today is Friday, June 15th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spalding, and these are the stories we are following today. Blink co-founders say they are effectively ending involvement in Light and Art Show, reported on by Michael Monks. An organization intimately involved in the creation of the wildly popular Blink Light and Art Show is no longer involved in the production of this year's return of the regional program. After careful consideration, we decided to sever our relationship with the Cincinnati Regional Chamber, effectively ending our involvement with Blink, the show we conceived of and founded with our partners in 2015, said a social media statement from Brave Berlin, a Cincinnati-based creative firm. The news comes just days after the Blink organizers announced that the 2022 version of the show would again stretch from downtown Cincinnati into downtown Covington as it did in 2019 after being a Cincinnati-only show when it debuted in 2017. According to Brave Berlin's statement, the Cincinnati USA Regional Chamber of Commerce leases the Blink trademark from the Hale Foundation, a charitable family foundation that supports initiatives in southwest Ohio, northern Kentucky, and southeast Indiana. Brave Berlin partnered with the Cincinnati Chamber in producing Blink in 2017 and 2019. In 2019, Brave Berlin curated Blink and worked specifically on the lighting of the Roebling Suspension Bridge between Cincinnati and Covington that year. Our partnership with the Chamber yielded two very successful events in 2017 and 2019, and together we worked hard to make Blink such a beloved part of our city's cultural landscape, the Brave Berlin statement read. As we began working on Blink 2022, it became clear to us that our ideas, influence, and the creative direction we had to offer was falling on deaf ears or, in some cases, met with open hostility. Our presence at the leadership table was feeling to us more and more like an honorary courtesy than an active and collaborative partnership. By the end of March, we had reached the end of our rope and decided it was time for us to move on. In a statement, Blink Executive Director Justin Brookhart thanked Brave Berlin. We thank Brave Berlin for their collaboration with all of the community partners who conceived Blink Cincinnati in 2017. Brave Berlin decided not to continue as producers of Blink in March of this year, Brookhart said. The legacy of Blink, led by Agar, the Hale Foundation, Cincinnati USA Regional Chamber, Artworks, Cincy Nice and Ish, will continue with an exciting and world-class art experience. The artists working on Blink installations this year, both locally and all over the world, are sure to thrill and delight the region this October 13th through the 16th. As for Brave Berlin, the firm stated that it would be looking for what's next. Fortunately, the unknown is where we do our best work, Brave Berlin's statement read. The unknown is where Blink first came from, and we were already dreaming and working on projects we can't wait to share with the world. In 2019, organizers said that Blink was the region's largest ever event, attracting more than a million people. A report released in 2021 claimed that the event generated $867 million in local economic impact. Newly renovated innovation lab celebrated in Erlanger, reported on by Link NKY staff. An Erlanger-based company announced the opening of its newly renovated facility on Wednesday. Advanced Handling Systems LLC, AHS, is a high-tech material handling company involved in the full-service integration of automated fulfillment and distribution products. The newly renovated space is an innovation lab that is expected to add 35 new jobs to the market, and AHS has announced plans for further growth, according to an announcement from the company. 
This investment by AHS and high tech is creating quality jobs in Northern Kentucky and supporting distribution and logistics growth, which is one of our state's thriving key issues, Governor Andy Bashir said. The 20,000-square-foot AHS Innovation Lab on 351 Kenton Lands Road in Erlanger features robotic technology for distribution and fulfillment centers in its demonstration facility. Together, high-tech and AHS integrate warehouse robotic systems like autonomous mobile robots and collaborative robotic arms. To date, the company has filled 35 positions with plans to continue hiring efforts throughout the remainder of 2022. Yesterday's event was held in tandem with the Package Fulfillment Logistics and Delivery Expo being hosted in Cincinnati. Earlier this year, AHS was acquired by Hitech Holdings, a material handling automation integrator that maintains a separate facility in Hebron. Hitech, founded in 1963, is based in Columbus, Ohio, and employs 550 people across 10 U.S. locations. Hitech has acquired Johnson Stevens Consulting, World Source, FastCore, BP Controls, and most recently, AHS. Kenton County Judge Executive Chris Knuckleman thanked AHS for locating in Northern Kentucky. Erlanger Mayor Jessica Fett noted that AHS will bring customers to Northern Kentucky to build on the region's integrated fulfillment and distribution presence. Lee Kroom, president and CEO of Northern Kentucky Triad, said the systems AHS builds and its employees are integral to the logistics technology subcluster in the region. The AHS Innovation Lab is a unique asset in Northern Kentucky, said Kroom. We welcome AHS and are enthusiastic about their relationship with Northern Kentucky University and Cincinnati State Technical and Community College to provide student interns exposure and experience with their sophisticated systems. Bellevue Farmers Market is back after 10-year absence, reported on by Haley Parnell. The Bellevue Farmers Market will return Sunday after being absent for over the past 10 years. The market will run on the third Sunday of July, August, and September at the Thomas J. Whitehorn Memorial Beach Park from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wrap Something and Cookie-Fected Food Trucks will be serving food at the event, along with a booth from Pretzel Place, Darkness Brewing will be serving beer. Lillian's Holistic Journey is bringing Aretha the Alpaca as a farm friend to pet and visit. The market will have live music from noon to 2 p.m. To see a full list of vendors, visit linknky.com. Northern Kentucky getting its own in-service police training academy. Reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. Northern Kentucky is getting its own in-service training academy, providing local police departments with the opportunity to localize annual officer training. On Thursday, police leaders across Northern Kentucky gathered at the Fort Thomas Community Center in Mess Hall, where a certificate was presented that bestowed Northern Kentucky with its own in-service training academy. John Moberly, executive director of the Kentucky Law Enforcement Council, was in Northern Kentucky to present the certificate. What's so great about this is just knowing the camaraderie, communication, and work ethic it took to start this, Moberly said. What was brought to our attention was a desire to create an in-service law enforcement academy in Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky will join the likes of Bowling Green, Louisville, and other areas in Kentucky that have their own in-service police training academies for officers who are mandated by the state to complete 40 hours of Kentucky Law Enforcement Council certified continuing education classes every year. Now, officers will no longer have to travel to Richmond, Kentucky for their training, instead keeping them in the region. New officers will still attend the 20-week basic training program at the Department of Criminal Justice Training on the campus of Eastern Kentucky University in Richmond. 
The in-service training academy will detail training toward Northern Kentucky-specific issues, which will give local police officers more expertise on how to best police their geographic area. In other in-service training academies across Kentucky, such as Louisville and Bowling Green, officers are trained to deal with problems specifically related to their area, such as localized crime trends and community relations. The academy materialized through months of collaboration between Northern Kentucky Police Departments, Sheriff's Departments, and Kentucky Police Organizations. Jones praised collaboration efforts of Northern Kentucky Police leaders in making the in-service training academy a reality. Jones said he is optimistic that the in-service training academy will get off the ground in the next few months. And those are the headlines we are following for Friday, June 15th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Please subscribe and tell a friend. For more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening in Northern Kentucky, visit LinkNKY.com.